Ensemble number 32, entitled Omar Sharif, and modeled by Chief's Defense Man, Billy Charles Boy, who hails from, if I can read the card here, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. This isn't a powder puff convention. Keep in mind that Ladies. the perfect accessory for the man in your life Excuse me, is... Game Misconduct with Dory and CT on Lightning Power Play. Welcome to Game Misconduct. I'm CT here with Dory. Hey. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Game Miz with a Z Conduct, mostly Twitter and Facebook, not so much Instagram. We still haven't figured that out. Maybe by the playoffs we'll figure that out. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, so I'm going to, before we talk about our holiday, I probably should address the elephant in the room and why I sound like a 12-year-old girl. Um, I had a, okay, so any of you who have a permanent retainer in your mouth on the inside bottom, um, there's it's usually cemented in one on one side of the mouth on a tooth, the other on another side of the mouth on a tooth. Well, mine popped last night and my orthodontist can't take me until noon tomorrow. So here I am. And I'm trying really hard. Like if, if I really enunciate and slow down, uh-huh. it's okay. But I don't ever do that. So it's, it mostly sounds like this. But this, <laughs> it's so fitting for this week's show, for this week's guest. It is because um, in segments... T- sh- in segments two and three, we will replay our interview with the Tampa Bay Lightning team dentist, Dr. Gil Rivera. So it's only fitting that I have an orthodontia uh, emergency yeah, when right. we're talking to a dentist. Yeah. Maybe I should have called Dr. Rivera <laughs> instead of my orthodontist I haven't seen in 20 years. I'm like, hey, I used to be a patient of yours a long time ago. I'm just waiting to see how much it's going to put me back. Yeah. Yay, holidays and orthodontic emergencies. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, if I'm talking really slow, I'm not drunk. And if I talk really fast, I'm also not, not drunk. drunk. Um, I just uh, have this thing and I'm trying to spare you off from the lisp. <laughs> anyway. Just avoid words that end in S. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Anyway, how was your holiday, Dory? Yeah, it was, uh, I was sick. I know you were as well. Yeah. As soon as I slowed down and had a vacation day, it was like, boom! Yeah, mine hit me on New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve. That's it. New Year's Eve is today. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even... And it's... You know, I went... I was on vacation as well. Mm Mm-hmm. First vacation since June, so not used to this. I don't know what day of the week it is. Oh, yeah. I showed up to work this morning, and I was like, or yesterday morning, and I was like... Yesterday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't know what day it is. I'm like, what is this email? Who is this person? Oh, I know who they are. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, like last Thursday, the Thursday and Friday after Christmas, I had no idea what day it was. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that meme you see all over the place. It's like you have no idea what day it is and you're filled with cheese. Yeah, I woke up me. like Saturday thinking it was Sunday, like yeah. super bummed. And then Sunday, I was like, it's Saturday. I, it was bad. It messes with you a lot. It really does. But it's kind of nice. I mean, I was glad I was off. Yes, I was too. We were very fortunate to have the week of Christmas off, but now we're back at it. Yeah. Um, and there were some games. Yes. Um, kind of a Christmas present for Lightning fans. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, against the Florida Panthers on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard there was a nasty injury too. Anton Strawman, did he get hit with a puck oh, yeah, on his forehead? Yeah. One of our favorites. Yeah. One of everybody's favorites. Yeah, so I'm hoping he's okay. But um, 
6-1 versus the Panthers, a win. Nice W for going into the, the holiday break. Yeah. Um, and the week before we saw was kind of a weird week. That was the weird uh, week where they played Boston and Capitals. Yep. A little rough. A little rough against the Capitals there. Yep. That's okay. Hey. Fresh start. It happens. They're it's not going to win them all, right? Not going to win them all. Although we would like them to, and we they kind of did last year, but not going to win them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not this year, but that's okay. I feel like if they string together a bunch, mm-hmm. and I know you feel that, our guests have felt that, they just can get a bunch together. Yeah. They start getting a little momentum. They yep. start getting a little confidence. They start believing in themselves. Yep. And good things happen. Yep. So it started with, with Florida. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like a different team than the one we saw in Washington. Yeah. Um. You know, against, well, I mean, against Washington. That's a tough loss. You never want to lose to one of those really good teams. So I'm sure that plane ride home wasn't fun. No. So the the six one uh was great. And the I was at Kennedy Space Center. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was. Love it. First time I there. haven't been there in since fifth grade. Oh, oh, you have to go back. Yeah. Okay. I might have to. No, just throwing my two cents in there. Okay. Um we are not sponsored by the Kennedy Space no, Center, by the way. We're not just, sponsored by NASA. We're not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> um sponsored by coffee. <laughs> and an orthodontist this week. An orthodontist? <laughs> no. Um, so I was getting, like, the alerts, mm-hmm. you know, in Titusville. And I was just like, oh, okay, feeling pretty good about this. And then uh, I still think that they're – I still – look, we all know that Florida is building. They're in a rebuild mode. They have, they have a lot coach. of new stuff going on. So it's going to take time. Anybody that thought that they, you know, Joel Quenneville was going to get down there and... And Sergei Bobrovsky was going to be a net and yeah. all this. No, it's it, not immediate. Nothing happens immediately. Going to take time. But I still, I think they look good. Yeah. I think we see, oh, okay, we have the seeds now of a team uh, in Florida that's going to be, I think, eventually... Uh, pretty good team, playoff t- contend- contending team. Yeah, we might actually have that rivalry that the NHL has been pushing uh, Gosh, for years. Been pushing that for like a decade. Yeah. Well, I mean, proximity, it makes sense. I get it. <laughs> I need to stay away from words with S's. I know. I'm trying really proximity. hard. Proximity. Oh, Lord. Anyway, this is going to come back to haunt me one day, In I'm the sure. same state. Yes. Um, that. <laughs> um, I was watching from the villages. Where I was hanging with my dad, my pops, and I was half asleep. I may have had a little bit of wine. Uh-oh. That was right before the, the sickness hit me, and I was feeling good. I went to Disney the weekend before, like mm. the Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday I went to the Villages the night of the Panthers game. So I think I probably got some germy germs from the from the Disney. Yeah. But uh, um, I was watching it from there, and I was like, oh, this is this is good. This is fun. I like it. I was kind of like, darn, I wish I was there. But it was good. And then... Five days off. I know a couple guys took little trips. I saw that uh, Mikhail Sergachev and his girlfriend and his cat that's always on Instagram. They went down, I think, to Miami or South Beach area. Guys got a nice little holiday break. And it looked like when they came back on the 28th that maybe they had a little bit too much uh, turkey and stuffing in the first period. Uh, Was not looking good. Yeah, it was really, uh, I I hate to say this. But after what we saw uh, against Florida, which was a fairly dominating, I don't like saying dominating. It was do- six ones, pretty dominating. It is, <laughs> um, and it kept going, and yeah. that was the the best part about that game is they didn't take their foot off foot the gas. Off. Yeah, 
However, things started a little uh, slowly for them in, against Montreal. Well, five days off is a lot. It is. When you're used to playing like every night, every other night, every two nights, five days off and being with family and traveling and all of that, like... You don't like to think about the noise, but there's noise around the holidays. And I know Steven Stamkos is the new dad, so first Christmas, you know, that whole thing. It can be, I'm exhausted. I don't know how they play three days after Christmas. I'm still trying to fit in my jeans. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, give them a little time. Um, and, and a little time worked. Yeah, I mean, they did come, <laughs> you know, they did wind up winning three, uh, five, five, four. four. Five, yeah. four, not three, four. That would... It was like... A bunch of uh-huh. goals in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the other thing is, is, we talked about last year, they didn't face adversity. Right. That They're was facing a-, a lot of adversity this year. Yeah. They were down 2 nothing. Yep. Um, Kalorn, you know, gets them, cuts the deficit to 2-1. Yep. So at the very, very, very last minute of the first period. Mm-hmm. So then you see them fighting to come back. Mm-hmm. I'm almost, in a way... I was thinking about this. I wasn't thrilled with the way they started playing that game. Right. I like the way they finished that game. Right. I kind of like that they have to, they've had a little bit of adversity. Well, yeah, they don't come out, score six goals, and, you know, there's no competition. And Montreal's not a bad team. No, they're not. Um, so it was, you know. No team is a bad team when they come into your building. I no. Mean, no. They, have your num- they try to have your number every, every night. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what happens. Yeah. So they come back um, with that one. Um, and I I felt I'm okay with the grit. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm real good with the fighting. Not fight, fight, like fist fighting. Not like Mike Tyson right. punch out. But the I mean, grittiness. The fight in them. Yeah. yeah. The grittiness. Then we're not giving up. We're going to keep going. Right. We saw a lot of that last year, too. Like, hey, we're going to go out and score here. And mm-hmm. they would score. Yeah. I mean, and Vasilevsky faced like 43 shots in that yeah, game. Yeah, it was pretty... Pretty I mean, amazing. that's a lot of shots. It is. It is. Um, so, not, of course, the prettiest start. No, but they, they turned it around. And that's what I want to see. Like, if you're going to come out and have a real disappointing start, mm-hmm. I want to see you turn it around and give me, another like, 60 minutes of, or 40 minutes of quality hockey. If yeah. you're going to come out and not show up, mm-hmm. then at least in the second period, I want to see you show up. And then if you end up losing in the end, like, I don't care. Just show up. Yeah. But it's like, you're wasting my time, it's you know, like, kind of thing. What's worse? When they get off to a commanding start and lead and then taper off. Oh, that drives me crazy. Or when they start Consistency. Off I want consistency. Mm-hmm. That's what every coach wants is consistency. I want to know what team's coming out of that locker room every time they touch the ice. Yeah. And I feel like we haven't really had an idea of what the team was going to be when they walked out, you know, when they skated out. Um, And that was kind of like what we saw against Montreal. But what made me happy is I got 40 minutes of solid hockey and solid play. And Steven Stamkos, another milestone for Mr. Stamkos, uh, scored his 800th point. And Mitchell Stevens got his first NHL goal. (laughs) Yay, Mitchell. Oh, did you see the post-game interview on the bench with Kaylee Chelios? No, I didn't. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. It's on the uh, um, Tampa Bay Lightning Instagram. Uh Uh-huh. After the game, he joined Kaylee on the bench for a post-game interview, and he was talking, and I guess Steven Stamkos was doing a a post-game interview with the TV network. And um, as Stephen, coach, captain, walked by, he dumped, like, a whole thing of water from a water bottle on his head. 
in the middle of his interview. So it was it was kind of it was kind of you know like a little ribbing. This is you know you got yeah. your first goal. Here you go. So it was yeah. So it was it was. I have a feeling they all felt really good after that win, especially having a, like the schedule was a little weird. Because then the next night they got to come play at home, and the team that played the night before in Florida came up to play us. And then Florida was playing the Montreal last night or yeah. Sunday night too. It's crazy that though they do that. Usually, the yeah. the Panthers and the Lightning have very similar yeah. schedules it's just because of the proximity. Yeah. Yep. You want to say proximity again? Proximity. Okay. Um, to each other that <sighs> I mean, it, the other thing I noticed that we're gonna uh, in the upcoming road trip you notice is they love sneaking those Carolina games. Yeah, they do. Like, oh, oh yeah, boop. you got here. here you go. By the Carolina. way, stop, stop in uh, Raleigh and on play your way. North. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Detroit not a great team, and you all know I'm a huge Valtteri Filppula fan, and I normally don't go to weekend games now, but I held my ticket for this weekend game because I wanted to see Valtteri Filppula play. And he gets out of the game in Florida the night before with an upper body injury and doesn't play on Sunday in Tampa. And I was like, no! I but I went anyway, and I'm glad I went because it was a fun game. It was very Again, entertaining. They started off real. The first, I would say the first half of the first period was, was kind of wah. Well, I mean, both teams are got tired legs. I mean, they both yeah. played the night before. One mm-hmm. traveled and one didn't. Right. You know, and, and the team... Tampa had to come behind from a deficit. Right. So it's like, that's a lot of extra energy you have to put out there. Yep. So and I then, was like, either this is going to be a real fun game and like awesome, or it's going to be real sloppy and they're just going to be throwing bodies around. And it wound up being pretty darn fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, two, we know, don't get once, a lot of 2 1 games anymore. No, you don't. So you it was really kind of um, a little on the edge of my seat a little bit. But the Lightning. Yeah. Did improve to four one one now yes. on the second half of back to back. Love seeing that because they've yeah. only completed six of the fifteen they have. That's crazy. Who is this schedule maker and where may I find him or her? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I'd be like, come on, guys. And the other uh, I thought was kind of weird is you know we're not even in twenty twenty yet and we don't face the Panthers again. We're done. Man, I'm not gonna get to see Brian Boyle. And I'm pretty sure after the Sabres game, yeah, this I think week, we're done with I them. Think, I think we're done with them too. Lord have mercy. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of a it's, wonky schedule. Wonky schedule. When you look at it like that, like oh, we're not gonna. I don't even know if we play Boston. I think we play Boston one more time. Yeah. And Washington maybe. One, one. Yeah. It's yeah. just weird. It's like we're so front loaded. Yeah, we play. Um, we don't play at home again until the seventh, <laughs> and it's like. We play at home three Western Conference teams, Vancouver, yeah. Arizona, yeah, and L.A. Mm-hmm. Arizona is a dangerous team right now. Yeah, Taylor Hall. Me. We haven't talked about that, how nope. he got traded. No. that's And that's Rick Tockett, one of our ex-coaches. Yeah. So I'm really happy to see that. I used to love Rick Tockett when I was little. Me too. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting. Oh, and we we didn't talk about – did we talk about the Dallas game? No. And Rick Bonus. And Ben Bishop didn't even play for them, and they beat us. Yeah, yeah. But I was happy to I see was Rick Tockett. Wondering if like Ben was like oh. or not Rick Tockett, um, Rick oh. Bonus. I don't get to. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. But anyway, um, it was. It's been a fun, fun little holiday stretch of games. You know, I'll take three wins in a row. I'll take three wins in especially a row, especially with a long five day break. And I uh, looking, you know, ahead. Yeah. I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling pretty good. All right. Well, Buffalo. You what? Buffalo. Buffalo. Yep. Um, the Habs again. 
Ottawa and Carolina before they come back here on the 7th against Vancouver. But I think it's a nice little travel schedule. I don't think it's a bad travel schedule. I think well, it's, it's another back-to-back. Well, sure, but, you know, we have, uh, what is that, uh, nine left to go, ten left to go, whatever it is. So, I mean, that's nine, I guess. But I, I'd rather have a back-to-back, like, with that kind of travel. Ottawa, Carolina? Um, They're not the closest. <laughs> no. I'd rather have, I, like, an uh, Islanders and, you know, Rangers. And <laughs> I'd take ha- that back-to-back. That they never once. do that. Do they? I think it happened already Maybe. before they left uh, for Sweden. Oh, yeah. Either it was back-to-back or it was like a day rest. Yeah. It is kind of weird when you think about that. Like, wouldn't you do that? And like, hey, we're Toronto Arizona and Arizona back-to-back with uh, Vegas. But no, mm-hmm. there's a day off in between in I February. Mean, and, and again, like you look at the schedule, it's like, okay, coming back, we're going to play, you know, Carolina. Uh, just threw that in there, I guess. Yeah. Because where's Toronto? And like, yeah. Ottawa, Buffalo... Montreal, where's Toronto? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here, go play Carolina. Yeah. I don't know, but... Uh, I feel good about it, though. Yeah. And then only four home games in January. Yeah. That's there it. There we go again. That's it. What so, do you think that means? I don't know. I get to work out a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it means, I mean, be prepared to uh, be at the arena a lot. Oh, in the coming months, in yeah. The next so let's 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 take a little preview. Actually, there are only three home games in January. Isn't that wild? Uh, it is. Uh, Vancouver on the seventh, Arizona on the ninth, L.A. Kings on the fourteenth, and then away for two games. Another back to back: Minnesota, Winnipeg, and then the All Star break comes in, and then they don't come back home. They go to Dallas, L.A., Anaheim, San Jose. Another back to back, and then home. So. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games at home in February. Mm-hmm. And I may be going on a road trip in February, too. So, oof, I might be tired. And then um, March, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. About nine, if I counted correctly. I don't know. I'm seeing double with this. Because now this um, little orthodontia it, emergency is giving me a migraine, too. So it's real. F- I'm real fun today. <laughs> <laughs> so and then then we wrap up the season, believe it or not. I know. And our last game's against Detroit on the 4th of April. I feel like this season has gone by so quickly already. The beginning of the season was super slow until we hit the Sweden trip. And then all of a sudden, it's like, boom, 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 boom. You know why? Because, every, because we had a few guests that kept saying, once they get back from Sweden. Right. Once they get and back we weren't from home Sweden. a lot in October. Right, correct. So, in the first part of November. And now it's like, we're at the arena every I other feel night. Like the the runway's getting a little shorter. Yeah, and I don't, it's been that, a long that, time. If you, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. But it feels like, it, I don't remember, in, and maybe I'm wrong, having back-to-back home games ever. Like I was, I didn't go to the Saturday night game. Oh, you know what I mean. I didn't yeah. go to the Saturday night. Game. We're talking about the players and the fatigue on the players, but I was talking to some people who are fans, yeah. season ticket holders, and they're like, "Man, we were just exhausted from being here last night and then being back here." I don't yeah. remember one of those in a really long time. I thought it was odd. I, I think it's been a couple seasons. But then I'm like, "Oh wow, you're right. The arena staff must be exhausted. Greg Wolf must be exhausted. You know, like all those people who put on those games, back-to-back games. That's rough. But they did it, and it was a great game to watch, and it was yep. fun. 
even without Valtteri Filippola on the ice. Whatever. <laughs> um, all right. So that's it for us for this new segment. But when we come back, we're going to replay our interview with Dr. Gil Rivera, who is the team dentist for the Tampa Bay Lightning, as I enunciate every single word because I've got this awesome list when I relax. Um, so we're going to replay that interview in segment two and three on this episode of Game Misconduct, and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode talking about all the games that have passed and the Winter Classic that's going to be in Dallas. Um, off, other than that, um, enjoy your New Year's. We're getting into 2020, rounding out another decade, which is crazy. And, uh, Dory, anything else you want to say? Nope. Just be sure to come back after the break. Stick with us so you can hear Dr. Rivera. Yes, it's fascinating. It's People love it. Like, Probably my favorite interview we've ever done. Wow. High praise. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. He was he's an incredible guy. He is. So enjoy our interview with Dr. Rivera when we come back on Game Misconduct. It's Chicks with Sticks. How dare you? Uh, I said sticks. You feel shame, you know. This is Game Misconduct with Dorian C T on Lightning Power Play. Welcome to Game Misconduct. I'm CT here with Dory. Hi. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Game Is with a Z Conduct. And we have a very special guest this week. I'm very excited about this show. We've gotten a lot of requests for this, too. Yeah. Dory, do you want to intro our esteemed guest? Yes, yes, yes. So, everybody that listens to the show knows that once a year we always talk to a, we like to call them unsung hero of the team. It's the people that really are very integral. They have integral roles, very important to the team. But they're just kind of behind the scenes a little bit, so we don't always um, get to see him. But this guy, you've seen his work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful smiles of our Tampa Bay Lightning players. It's Dr. Gil Rivera. He is the team dentist for the Lightning since 2002. Uh, Dr. Rivera, we are so glad that you joined us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Um, now, that's a really long tenure with the Lightning, but um, I've read a few uh, articles um, that you've, uh, interviews that you've given and been part of, like, really cool stories about dentistry and the NHL. And I've read that you didn't even really know that much about hockey until you were going to college at the University of Connecticut. Yeah, that's correct. I, um, I attended my first hockey game at University of Connecticut, and I really enjoyed it. It's just one of those things that we did on an on a boring night, and uh, we found out there was a hockey ring. We went to go check it out, and then uh, in between uh, in between college summers, uh, uh, sorry, between college winters, we actually uh, bought some skates and started skating around the ponds of Connecticut, <laughs> and uh, just kind of took an interest in that way. <laughs> now, okay, so how do you how do you become um, a team? De- how do you become an NHL dentist? You were very young at the time. I was very young. Um, I think it was about 26 or 27. And, um, you know, I kind of fell into it. Um, basically what had happened was I moved to, to the Tampa Bay area in 2001 to do my residency for UF. And, um, and, uh, as my residency was finishing, I just needed a job and I went out and I tried to find as many jobs as I could possibly apply for. Uh, once I found out I passed my Florida exam and my boards, um, I ended up uh, working with Dr. Vince and Dr. Sam Karanantic. And about three months after that, uh, they just casually mentioned that we were going to be at the Brandon Ice 
Forum. I think it was called the Brandon yeah. I Forum. Mm-hmm. And it was on a Sunday. <laughs> and I didn't know what the Brandon Ice Forum was, and I didn't know why they were asking me to work on a Sunday. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought, you know, hey, you know, I, I don't work on Sundays. This is uh, this is Florida. I just want to go to the beach or sit on a boat and go fishing, you know. And, right. Um, and then I – so I, I went home. I was living in this little apartment in St. Pete, and I had a very slow dial-up Internet connection. And uh, I looked up, you know – they had mentioned something about lightning, you know, and I looked up lightning and, uh, you know, of course you get, you know, Tampa Bay, you know, lightning capital of the world. And I just figured, well, that can't be it. And, <laughs> and then I saw Tampa Bay lightning NHL. And as soon as I saw that, I thought, Oh wow, this could this be, <laughs> you know, and I didn't, I didn't really say anything to them and I didn't really kind of, I just kept it kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they had mentioned the name of where the place was, but they hadn't given me directions or anything like that. So I had to Google all this stuff. And uh, lo and behold, the uh, Sunday came around, and I showed up at the place. It was actually a little bit hard to find, and mm-hmm. but I think I made it on time. And and uh, I walked into the Brandon Ice Forum, and, you know, I walked past uh, probably Brad Richards, Vinny LeCallier, Marty St. Louis, just all on their bicycles, like just warming up their their legs. Wow. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, this is like the real deal. So, you know, and the, the weird thing is that, you know, I think those guys didn't mention anything about hockey when I was applying for the job. Um, I didn't know, you know, we didn't know if it was going to work out together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you get a job and you don't know if you're going to make a good fit for the practice. And, um, you know, I think that's maybe that's why they hadn't, you know, uh, volunteered that they were doing that. So, you know, Sam and Vince were the original guys that, had sat down with Phil Esposito and asked to be team dentist. And uh, I just absolutely had no idea. And, you know, <laughs> 18 years later, here we are. <laughs> okay, so let, let us ask. Um, you didn't really, you know, know what to expect, uh, apparently, but were did anybody give you a heads up of some of the injuries that you would be dealing with and treating? I had no, I had no idea. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I had taken... Uh, some extended classes and my residency was very good with regards to dental trauma. Uh, but there is really no book or manual that can prepare you to deal with um, these kinds of injuries uh, with regards to treating them and dealing with them on an emergency basis or have to just deal with them quickly so that we can get our guys back on the ice or long-term um, and what it means to be, somebody that has a dental trauma versus somebody that has a dental trauma and is a hockey player. Right. Mm. So it's just two different worlds, uh, two different timelines, two different, <laughs> two different flow charts as to, as to treating hockey players versus just normal person, normal, normal people who aren't hockey players. Yeah. It's not like a, you know, I cracked my crown and I need to come in next week or I need a root canal. It's like my face is bleeding and my teeth are falling out. And then like, here they are in my hand. What can you do for me? I have to be on the ice in 30 seconds. Go. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, that was in a way I, um, just basically was thrown into it and, you know, I just had to use basically basic common sense. You know, right. at, at first I would always ask myself, well, what would I, what would I do for somebody that's in my office, but we're not there. So what would I do really quickly, <laughs> you know? Right. And, uh, it was just, it, it was a very, um, sudden, uh, uh, way to, um, 
treat somebody. And I'm like, I have to be super quick about this. And, you know, when they're injured like that, you get somebody that's, uh, that's coming in and, you know, you get this massive player that sits down and they're sweating and they're puffing and, and you just you feed off their energy. Yeah. And it, it's almost like you need to kind of calm that stress down and, and just relax and, and, and just, just look at what the problem is. And, but you know, it's like, it was very interesting to deal with somebody that, that literally has just come off and, you know, their heart race, their heart is racing and they're sweating. And it's just like, wow, they just stepped out of their world into your world and you better do something in about two minutes and then get them back out there. Yeah. And I've noticed because of where I sit for games, like we sit around all the doctors and, and uh, like I've said before, we started recording. I've seen you a couple of times also, but when you, when, when something happens on the ice, it, you just kind of know by, you know, the doctors when they go to stand up to go into the tunnel and to go into the dressing room to help the, whichever, whatever player it is like you, everybody just stands up very calmly and they just descend down the stairs and they're not like jumping up and like hopping over the the railing and like, like it's, you know, like a medical drama on television. I, I, like you said, you have to be the one to calm the nerves and, and the energy so that you can treat them and get them back on the ice quickly. Yes, that's correct. You got to like basically just, uh, just keep yourself calm because they're the ones, the players are the ones that are just super hyper, super active and I mean, you know, we know that every second they're laying on that chair or that bench for us, all they want to do is just get it back out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like you have this person who just, obviously nobody wants to be there, but they're like just, they're so, um, they're just so driven mm-hmm. to get back out there and help their team out. It's uh, it's it's quite amazing, but I just had to sort of quickly learn that Um mm-hmm. I think some of the injuries that I've seen just, I mean, I don't think anybody could really train me for that. Uh, if you're an NHL dentist, you're just going to have just really, really odd ball, <laughs> really weird, traumatic. Uh, I mean, it's almost like the, the sport is you're going to have, it's almost a guarantee you're going to have dental injuries and they happen so often. And so they're so traumatic I mean, look at Ben Bishop. Who would have thought that a goalie would lose his front two teeth wearing a mask? Yeah, we are talking to Dr. Gil Rivera. He is the Lightning's team, Dennis. And yeah, we wanted, we definitely wanted to talk to you um, about the Ben Bishop because I, I you, I, if it was my understanding is you were not at the game. I was not at the game, um, <laughs> but I quickly got uh, pictures from the trainer. <laughs> yeah. Um, during the game, or perhaps perhaps soon after, uh, I believe that whoever was uh, on staff that day, um, it, it, it could have been our oral surgeon, um, who is you know not really dealing with restoring teeth like that. Right. But I believe right after the game, I was already getting text messages from the trainer uh, of his teeth and of his mouth. <laughs> and they're not together. <laughs> and they're not. Yeah, they're separate pictures. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think any like Lightning fan will forget Brian Boyle just casually scooping his teeth off the ice and handing them <laughs> off. It was like, did he just pick up Ben Bishop's teeth? What, yeah. what was that? But you're seeing that through, you know, through pictures. Um, how do you, you know, immediately in your mind as a highly trained, um, you know, de- 
dental that treats, professional. Yeah, a dental professional that treats this kind of trauma. Are you just immediately, can you through pictures just start in your head piecing together what you need to do when you finally uh, can see Ben? Yeah, you actually, you can. As long as the right pictures are taken, you can kind of right away have a game plan. And I think the game plan when I got those pictures taken or sent to me was, you know, when can we get Ben in as soon as possible? <laughs> and what do you think the game plan is going to be? So actually from, yeah, those two pictures I got that day, I already knew what I was going to do. I can't remember if it was the day right after, but, um, but yeah, you can, it depends on the pictures taken uh, and the perspective, but that's how quick, that's how quick it happens. I mean, the trainers don't want their guys down. Sure. The team doesn't want their guys down. The coach doesn't want their guys down. And it is just super quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's times when, for example, I have had, and those are things that, you know, sometimes people just don't catch, uh, mm-hmm. which are quite a bit. Um, I had one time a hockey player whose puck went and hit, hit their mouth. Uh, they were wearing a, a mouth guard that I made them. And, um, you know, even I didn't know until the end of the game, I'm hanging around and hockey player comes up and he's like, he hands me my mouth guard and I look at it and I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> and he's like, my tooth is in it. So I look, <laughs> I look in it and half of his, half of his front tooth oh. is still embedded in the, in the mouth guard. Oh. And, uh, and I said, oh, it is. And, uh, <laughs> it out. and I just, I get a little envelope and I look at it and, I put it in a little envelope and I basically put it in my pocket and I said, well, when do you want to come in? And we try to set up a time, you know, that tooth wasn't particularly uh, hurting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it might have even had a root canal in it or, or something to that extent. But um, I think about three or two or three days later, uh, he came in and I just glued his piece back onto his tooth. And it fit perfectly and it, it, it hung in there really nice. <laughs> but those are the things that like, you know, people the cameras don't necessarily catch or the guys won't necessarily react to. Uh, sometimes they don't even know. Sometimes they'll just pull their mouth guard and then they'll feel their tooth. And then they'll look in the mouth guard and they'll go, oh, there's half my tooth in there. Right. Or, but, or they can be super gruesome. Like one I remember, and I don't know if you treated him, but, um, you know, Andre Mazaros, like I still see that shot of him <laughs> on the ice with um, one of the trainers looking at him and he's just like holding a, a handful of blood. Like, they can, I guess they can be as little as that or as gruesome as, you know, just, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I'm like flashbacking to yeah. it in my head. And I'm just like, I, I don't know, obviously you're a professional, but for me, it's just, I, I don't, what do you do? <laughs> and then I think he was back on the ice, I think, by the before the end of the game or the next game and like his mouth was wired shut. I mean, it was just crazy. Yeah. I mean, you have to sort of... Um, I mean, I, I, by now I'm used to it. At right. the beginning, I can't say that I was. <laughs> That's um, good to know. I, then you're a normal yeah, human being. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And, you know, especially in the beginning, um, I, I'm kind of glad that I wasn't given that kind of a traumatic injury because it, it almost, I was glad that I worked up my way to, to something like that. But mm-hmm. even when I did get my first one, which was um, Craig McDonald was part of the Yes, um, the infamous, was, gruesome, yeah. horrific, traumatic that we wanted to talk to you about. So I'm so glad you brought it up because I was like, "Are we? Should we bring it up? Or does he want to relive that?" <laughs> yeah, that was one that I pretty much had to write as I went along. Um, he he was 
pretty he was in pretty bad shape the night of I think his tongue was just about cut off but mm. uh the the doctors in the uh, training room were able to sew it together and then uh the next the immediately the next morning first he went to the oral surgeon's office to make sure his jaw wasn't broken um because he just had such a such a violent puck to the mouth i mean i think that puck ended up in his mouth um and so once we got his tongue back together and ruled out a jaw fracture then he showed up at my office and it was just you know i didn't really know what i was looking at mm-hmm. i just had him open and i just i didn't even see teeth it was just everything was just such a uh try not to be too gross on the show but uh everything was basically just you know maroon and brown mm. and black and wow it just looked like you know torn up gums <laughs> oh. and i really didn't know what to do i didn't even know really really what i was looking at right and all i could <laughs> naturally think to do was just to sort of uh rinse with air and water we grabbed that yeah air and, flush water it out. Syringe and just start cleaning up in there oh and uh, slowly but surely it, after about 30 seconds of doing that um the coagulate that had basically covered his his teeth uh started dissolving and basically i just saw like four or five teeth cut off at the gum lines and his nerves were actually longer than his teeth were so his nerves were all hanging past their that point of the fractures oh my and, gosh uh, yeah once i wow. saw that i i knew that those nerves had to go and basically started doing i think four or six root canals at, at that Okay, at this point I'm never I'm never going to be afraid to go to the dentist again. Because <laughs> this is nothing compared to a cleaning. <laughs> oh my word. It's very it's very nice actually uh it, it's it, one of those his, his was a case that I that that's always been in the back of my head and yeah. I think it was around 2009 where it happened. I think 5 years later he he, he just kind of happened to pop into my head because when I see dental injuries, I, I, I kind of remember that one. And mm-hmm. uh, Ironically enough, uh, he actually had found me on, I think it was LinkedIn on the, on the, on that website, LinkedIn. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was just sort of weird because I was thinking about him, but then he had reached out to me, I think a couple of weeks later after I reached after I was thinking about him and I was like, oh, I was just thinking about you, man. And, and how are you doing? And how are your teeth? And he's like, my teeth are great. It's it's my real one that broke the other day. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, it was really cool to hear that. I was like, oh, that's good. And it was kind of like a, a sigh of relief too, because you know, you know, you sometimes you treat these players and then they they move and they right. go on to other teams and to go on to other uh, facets of their life, and you wonder about whether your stuff is really holding up. And his was just especially, you know, uh, complicated and. You know, that was one that was in my head, and you, you, you do sit there as a dentist, and you think, you know, I wonder if that, that's still holding up, if that work's still okay, you know, and mm. and all of that. Especially because he, he still had, like, a few years in hockey, too. Right, so that's, yeah. That's always the, the thing you worry about is, you know, every time you, you fix up a player, you wonder how long it's going to last. We're speaking with Dr. Rivera, team dentist for the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more Game Misconduct. It's Chicks with Sticks. How dare you? Uh, I said sticks. You feel shame, you know. This is Game Misconduct with Dorian CT on Lightning Power Play. Welcome back to Game Misconduct. I'm CT here with Dory. Hello. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Game Miz with a Z Conduct. 
We're talking with Dr. Gil Rivera, the team dentist for the Tampa Bay Lightning. So um, was the McDonald injury the worst you have ever treated? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And have you ever had to, uh, do you ever treat the opposing team when they come into town? Or do they have a team doctor, team dentist that, that travels with them? I mean, have you ever been in that situation where you have to now take care of another, you know, another team's player? Yes. So we are actually required to be on call for the visiting ah. team. Okay. Uh, during games, and then I've also had uh, I've also had teams. For example, if if a team came and played the Panthers, and in the next two days they were they're supposed to play our guys. I've had teams uh, players get hurt on, for example, get hurt during a Panthers game, and then their next stop is Tampa, and so they come and see me before they even come and play our guys. Um, and then, and I've also seen guys after. They've played our guys sometimes the day after. Mm-hmm. Most teams um, don't travel with the dentist. I don't travel with our team. Uh, there, there's a few that do. There's a few physicians that do travel with their teams, but I think dentists for the most part don't travel. But we are okay. expected to take care of the visiting team. All right. So um, I, I have to know what kind of equipment do you have with you at the arena? Um, because my kid's dentist has this 360 degree X-ray machine that's massive. And it's like a whole room. So I, I'm assuming you don't have that. But what kind no. of equipment do you are you working with? Is it like um you know you know as opposed or maybe in comparison to a regular dental office? We have very very limited equipment in the training room uh, as opposed to a dental office. In in a de- I mean a, to do dentistry you have to have a lot of equipment, yeah. a lot of materials, a lot of instruments. And it's just not going to happen in in a small training room in in a hockey arena. Right. So we have you know a, a bag that is full of certain things that we can use. Um, I, I should say, quote unquote, portable. Okay. But um, just simple things like anesthetic. I mean, even just getting a guy numb, mm. uh, get him out of pain, and then getting him back out there will work. Mm. Uh, we have some things like temporary cement. We have guys that uh, I did. I, I have had a, a couple of guys from the opposing teams um, just basically pop their crowns off their front teeth. Mm. And so, you know, with a little temporary cement, we can kind of mix that and pop their pop their crown back on their tooth and tell them to, you know, go get it cemented permanently with your regular dentist at home. Uh, so we have some temporary cement. We have we also have some uh, endodontic brooches, and those are, for example, if a player breaks a tooth in half and they're nervous exposed and it's just oh. sitting out there we can take we can get them numb and then just take a little brooch and like just quickly remove that nerve out of that tooth <laughs> oh. put a little temporary <laughs> filling in that hole and then send a mom back back out to the ice <laughs> so it's 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 about stop the bleeding stop the pain put a patch on it until they can get into your office and you can do more extensive work correct okay yes and uh Besides that, you know, besides temporary cement, temporary filling, uh, some brooches, some anesthetics, you know, obviously a dental mirror, dental uh, explorer, mm-hmm. uh, not much of anything else. Uh, there's wow. no, there's no X-rays that we can take. There's no, um, you know, there's no drills. There's no forceps. I mean, all that stuff really needs to be done in a controlled setting, and, mm-hmm. and um, hockey, hockey arena is not going to do it. All right. So on that note, um, kind of. Since you don't have a normal office at the arena, but you you know sometimes they do have to come see you in an office. What does a normal day in the life of a team dentist entail? So like game day, 
what does that look like for you? Well, okay, so game day, um, when I'm done with my regular office hours, um, basically I try to get to the arena around an hour before the puck drops. And, you know, I, I make these guys mouth guards, so sometimes oh. they, they ask me to make them mouth guards. Uh, sometimes, for example, you know, it's not just game days. It's there's there's practices also, and uh-huh. right, guys right. get hurt during practices. And I get see I see guys, you know, when there's not not game days, uh, when they get hurt in practice. Um, but for example, yeah, um, I get an I get there about an hour. I check in with the trainer and just ask if there's any issues from previous games practice, or anything that anybody might have a question on, or even sometimes players have uh, questions about their kids or their wives and things like that. I just kind of check in, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I just basically tried to uh, do a quick check-in and get out of their hair. Cause you know, hour before the game starts, it's busy down there and yeah. those guys are just wanting to warm up and you know, most people don't want to see their dentist anyway. And those guys I'm sure are no <laughs> different before they start playing a game. So, um, I just kind of check in real quick about an hour before. And then I, uh, head on to the, um, probably the media room and, they're very nice. They give us a little little meal down yeah. there to 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 feed our bodies and nourish our bodies. Because usually we we go from the office and right we go from uh, to the office to the from the office to the to the arena. Right. So we don't have really time to like uh, you know go home and like take the dog out or you know right. take the clothes and get dinner. Nothing really like that. We don't have the time. Um, and so sometimes when I'm eating dinner, though, they'll I'll have they'll come back and get me. <laughs> Um, or, or some other staff might get me, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a player. It could be a, a, a staff member, uh, that's on, that's on the team, uh, mm-hmm. general managers or CFOs and things like that. Um, just questions, you know, in general. Um, and then, um, sometimes when we're done with, with dinner, I'll either head to back to the training room or there's a, there's a little room by the, um, by the locker room where you can sit down and watch the game in a screen, or sometimes I'll just hit down the hit down the tunnel after those guys are out playing, and I'll just sit in my seats. We have uh, a couple of seats that are near the bench, near the tunnel, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's actually a rule that any any team position has to be within 50 yards mm-hmm. yep. of the bench. Mm-hmm. And so those guys know where we sit. So we're either watching the the, seat, the game from our seats or from the or from like down in near the locker room down there. Okay. And then I just almost I'm on standby and then once the game is over I usually have to hang out probably half hour to 40 minutes after the game uh because sometimes guys take their time uh you know realizing if there's something wrong or sometimes they'll wait till the end of the game to have me check them. Uh. And then sometimes the opposing team they're requesting a visit over there. Mhm. Um, so that's basically it. And then, I mean, I'm, the whole time I'm just kind of praying that nothing goes wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> really. I mean, uh, I always have a little bit of anxiety that I won't be able to manage, uh, some kind of a dental trauma mm. and get the guy back on the ice. Um, but, um, but we have so, so far yeah. we've managed to do it so far. We're speaking with Dr. Rivera, team dentist for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I, I just kind of want to—I've been curious about this my whole, like, ever, all since I've loved hockey. So, guys, their teeth get pretty gnarly uh, playing, you know, with flying pucks and sticks and everything. So, do they? Okay, so <laughs> do they go for the fake teeth or the, you know, the 
Oh, oh gosh. The crowns. The crowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, before <laughs> their career is over, or should they wait until after they retire? You know, I find that it's it's a very it's on a very individual basis. Mm, okay. um, I have had guys that ask me to temporarily put them back together mm-hmm. and maybe have something you know something temporary like something removable mm-hmm. where they can kind of take their teeth in and out. Okay. Um, and you know, usually they'll ask me for something like that if it's the front teeth. And right. I mean, and that's that has to be if they're missing. Usually, if they're missing front teeth they'll want something removable okay uh until maybe their careers are done and then they get them permanently fixed with either bridges or implants if uh if it's something in the back they won't necessarily ask me for any of it mm. nothing removable nothing permanent but again like i said it's, it's individual basis i had one player who um lost a front tooth and you know we made him a permanent bridge and I think while he was um, on the road, you know, when you when you when you have a bridge, you you you're you have a t- yeah, there's a a, a a phase in there where you're wearing a temporary. Mm-hmm. Um, and he must have broke his temporary like five times. Oh wow! <laughs> was, oh my gosh! It was like, I mean, it was a lot of work because kept <laughs> you know we kept doing making him a temporary, and it, it, you know, of course, he would just pop it. Sometimes it, the puck would pop it, or a stick would pop oh. it, or him just clenching his own teeth would pop it. Right. Because uh, these are made out of plastic and they're not very they're not very strong. Okay. And finally, after about five temporaries, we made him a permanent one. And um, and then like a year later, he broke it again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Were you just like enough, dude? I'm done. You wanted, can just he wanted another one. And he got another one. So <laughs> you know, and I mean, you know, for example, there's guys that uh, if they have big fillings and they're in the front, and for example, they're not losing those teeth. Sometimes those do go on and then ask for the crowns. Mm. Uh, because you know it's the only thing that's going to strengthen their teeth in the front, right. and and I don't I don't blame him. It's more of a nuisance that's keep replacing a huge bond or a huge filling in the front tooth that keeps popping off. Um, and again, you know these guys are just constantly getting, you know, they, they, their teeth are targets. It's right. not like you know this wouldn't happen to a normal person, right. but uh, but yeah, sometimes they they offer the crowns. Okay. So before we let you go, um, CT and I are, are big proponents of. Um, safe safety um as i'm sure you know you are the coaches and the play everybody wants the game to be you know as safe as possible is there any um like equipment or improvements that that you think the league could maybe implement that could prevent some of these gruesome injuries or do you think it's just unfortunately the nature of the game that pucks and sticks these things happen you know we've seen people get cut with you know, uh, uh, skate blades, which is, you know, another one. But is there anything you think they could do a little bit more to make it uh, safer when it comes to these traumatic mouth injuries? You know, um, besides wearing mouth guards, and even when when you're wearing a mouth guard, that doesn't necessarily uh, protect you. I think uh, Craig McDonald was was wearing a mouth guard, and Mm -hmm. and that didn't um, protect him. Uh, to the full extent, I think thing, I think injuries would be a lot worse if you didn't wear a mouth guard mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, the next step above that would just be to you know have these guys wear like a cage, um, oh. and you know cages are big, bulky. They obstruct your vision. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, these guys have to look down a lot, and 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 if they have something bulky like that in their in their mask, uh, they may have a little bit of trouble of mm-hmm. you know following a puck or, or seeing seeing what's around them. Um, 
What's interesting to me is that I think a lot of a lot of kids, and even I think up to the college level, they're wearing masks. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, as you know, we have a lot of foreign players, and I don't know what their rules and regulations are with regards to uh, dental safety or, or safety equipment in in those countries. We have players from Czech Republic, mm-hmm. Canada, Russia, Sweden. Um, so I don't know what the standards are there. Uh, I believe. The United States, they wear cages and or and or masks up to the college level, and then at some point they decide whether to wear them or not. Um, but yeah, if you had to ask me, you know, mouth guard then then a cage, but you know, good luck trying to trying to get a hockey player to wear one of those. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Dr. Rivera, we thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. You, I, I've learned so much. I find you absolutely fascinating, and yeah. I will never be afraid of going to the dentist again. Like, you have cured that for me because I've got nothing like these guys have going on, nerves hanging out of mouths and stuff. So uh, we really appreciate you being on and taking time to join us. Yeah, no, my, my pleasure. It was fun doing it. So um, the reason that we wanted to really, well, we've talked about it. We love having these behind the scene type of, of people on the show. Mm-hmm. And we thought about the team dentist. But then um, it was a, while, a little bit ago at this point. Uh, ESPN did a story called The Ugly, Gory, Bloody Life, Secret Life of an NHL Dentist. And Dr. Rivera was the dentist they featured. Yeah. Um, and then we were like, okay, we've got to no do brainer. it now. We've got to do it. Got to get him on. He yeah. was fantastic. I... I'm fascinated. I am fascinated. Like I, let me t- the, the, uh, the Craig McDonald one. I'm still like getting the heebie-jeebies from, but the fact that they get these guys. Well, number one, the, the players, how they want to get back on the ice, mm-hmm. and how this the dentists for the team know that are able to calm the nerves of an of an uneasy pain. Because okay, the minute a player has some dental trauma, mm-hmm. he is a patient. Yeah. And is an uneasy patient, and all they want to do is get back to work. And the way that Dr. Rivera and his colleagues in the NHL are able to not only calm them enough to that they can diagnose what went on, treat what went on, patch up what went on until they can get them into their office and back on the ice to do their job is just mind-blowing. I mean, the immediacy of what he does with very, very little equipment right. is shocking. And being able to, to figure out what you need to do with just photos of a mouth then, oh, that's and amazing. teeth and go, okay, well, he'll need to come into my office and we'll probably need to do this and that and get this guy back on the ice or get this guy back on the on the road trip or whatever it is. It's it, unreal. You know, just, but like I said, I will never be afraid to go to the dentist no. again because mm-hmm. of the stuff I've heard. I can go for a cleaning. You know how they, like, they, they'll take dent, x-rays or whatever and they're yeah. like, oh, we'll give you a call if something. No, you won't. Because I know Dr. Rivera of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and he can do this in 30 seconds. So I want my answer now. Uh, now, now, now. They're very different practices. <laughs> no, Family he's a trauma. dentistry yeah, right, right, and right. dental trauma. Definitely. For a hockey team <laughs> where hardly anybody has their own teeth anymore. I mean, come on. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we will come back with a brand new, fresh show for you next week on Game Misconduct.